Break the Silence, Build the Future is an original podcast dedicated to amplifying the voices of survivors and advocates while shedding light on the pervasive issue of gender-based violence. Join us on a journey where survivors find strength in sharing their stories and experts offer profound insight. As you might be aware of, my daughter's husband of 18 years had been arrested and charged with the first degree of her murder on June 5th, 2023. But I want to start this by telling you that I am not sitting here speaking to you to bring greater details, more information on that case, because I know nothing about it. Nothing. Nobody tells you anything. Nobody shares any information with you. What we hear, what we know is what the police shared with the local paper, with the local TV stations publicly. That he was arrested, he was accused, he was charged, and she went missing and her body was found. That's about all we know, nothing more. In today's episode, I want to speak to you about the personal experience as a mother who had lost her child. The feeling that comes with it. The split level between the emotional feelings and intellectual understanding of what's going on. Of course, both the Crown and the police explained it to me that they cannot share any of the information because they are legally required to protect integrity of the case, to make sure the accused person gets a fair shake, fair trial. I can intellectually process it. And if I was an outsider and I wasn't the mother of child that was taken away from me, snatched from my arms too soon, I could look at it and appreciate the fact that, yes, that's what they need to do. But emotionally, I can't get there. Emotionally, I can't accept it. And I don't know what to do with the feeling. What are some of those feelings? I can ask any questions I want until I turn black and blue in the face. And the answer I get is, we cannot tell you that. We cannot share that with you. We cannot tell you that. We cannot share that with you. We can tell you that information. That's all I hear each time I ask questions. It doesn't matter what questions I asked and what way I asked that question. So that is the first dilemma we face as a family. The second one is I really don't feel I am part of the process. Whatever that process is, whether it's a process of the trial, process of figuring out what happened to when and who did what, I am not part of the process any more than you are in the public. You listening this episode anywhere in the world, I have no more information than you do. If you put my daughter's name on Google, information that comes up, articles, news clips, that public knows, that's all I know. So what does that mean for me, for my family, for us not knowing anything? How does that make us feel? 
that makes us feel we are a sideshow to the entire process. I'm not really sure when all this said and done, whatever the outcome is, if that will bring me peace. I don't know that, probably not. But feeling discounted, disregarded, not considered is really, really painful. And I don't know how that can be rectified. I don't know how any parent who is in that situation can deal with that. I am not sure. I know how that should work. I don't know that. But all I know is my family and I feel we are not part of the equation. On February the 15th, there was a focus hearing. When I tell you that, I'm not telling you anything you don't know because that day had been published on the local paper long time ago. And this was the first time I can go in in person to see how the process works. I was told there would be no hearing, there would be no trial, there would be no evidence shared. This is purely strategic, purely the way the two sides to chat and discuss who has what and who needs what. I was told that much. But I wanted to go for two reasons. Number one, I don't really know if what I'm hearing is what is. I don't know that because I don't know if there's anybody there on my behalf speaking for me, answering my questions, keeping me in mind as the process goes through. There's nobody as far as I can tell. That there is nobody there for me, keeping me in mind. If you have been through the criminal justice system and you figured out a way to connect with those that are conducting the process and you know how to do that, please reach out to me and let me know so I know how to go about doing this. As far as I know, we don't really count. My family doesn't count. The person accused has, has a lawyer that would ask their questions. And legally, the Crown is obligated, police is obligated to answer those questions, to provide those documents. So this defense lawyer can defend this person, which makes sense. It makes sense to me intellectually. That has to happen. But who is there for me, for my family. On the 15th, I walked in that courtroom and everybody is talking. Nobody paid mind to me. Nobody paid attention to me. Nobody asked me any questions. I didn't encounter somebody who was supposed to be from the Office of Victim Services to say, okay, how are you feeling? What's going on? This is where, where things are headed. This is what's going to be discussed today. Nothing. I walked in that room. It was a publicly open courtroom. You didn't have to say, I'm going for this. You didn't have to be me related to the victim. You didn't have to be somebody else related to the accused. None of that. You could just walk in and hear the same thing I heard. There was nothing really crazy. There was nothing big. I don't know what they mean. I don't understand them myself. And nobody was there to explain it to me. Nobody was there to explore it with me. 
I took the day off from work. The entire process took less than 10 minutes and it was done. And everybody walked out and I just stood there. Like I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't speak. I just stood there, stunned and getting the image. This is what the entire process would be like. We are the discounted. We are the 20% that you leave behind. When you sell an item in a discount, we are discounted in this process called the criminal justice system as the family of the victim. And believe me, I understand all the things that are being told to me. I understand everything in this process that says we need to protect the integrity of the trial. We need to protect the jury pool. I understand all those intellectually. But is there possibility to give me 10% of grace? Is it possible to give me 10% of consideration as the mother who'd lost her daughter? Is it possible to do that? Is it possible to find the line you can walk between protecting the evidence and giving me a consideration, giving my family a consideration? Is that possible? Could that be done? Way for me to have an advocate, somebody I trust who could look into and give me some idea of what I am facing, what I need to prepare for as this process goes underway. Can I have that? Somebody that I can call, that understand how the process works, that can give me an ideas of what it is I'm looking. Sometimes I'm being asked questions. I'm being asked to provide things. I do provide it, whatever that's been asked of me. If it would help the case to solve it one way or another, then I'm going to do what I need to do. But I get nothing in return. I get not the slightest consideration. You know what I get? What I get is I can't imagine what you're going through as a mother. I don't want you to imagine because I don't want this on my worst enemy. But what I want from you is to give me some consideration, give my family some consideration for our loss. 10% of consideration, 15% of con 20% of consideration. Find a way to include us. Find a way to provide us some kind of comfort without compromising the case you're trying to build, without compromising this person's ability to have a fair shake in the system. Is that possible? As the families of the victim, could we get somebody to advocate for us? Somebody to speak on our behalf, even if it means we pay for that person. As it stands now, we can't. And that, I think, creating another layer on top of the loss my family had suffered. And I want you to think about that. And I want you to join me in this idea of saying we need to do better for the victims and their families. We need to give them some consideration in this arduous process. We need to make sure we don't create undue pain. Like me standing in that courtroom is stunned of what I had heard and having no one I could ask a question. No one that would say, this will all make sense later on. This is where we're going with this. 
later on we're going to be able to explain what we can explain now somebody to actually see me as a person standing in that courtroom instead of me becoming part of the furniture think about that and pray as hard as you know how that you never find yourself in this kind of process thank you for joining me please remember to listen like share and follow and join me next week for another episode of the podcast break the silence build the future